Hello, listeners. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers online therapy, which is something I have personally benefited from and believe in. Online therapy is a tool I have used to talk things through with the therapists that are difficult before I handle talking them out with whoever is intimidating me at the moment. Turns out I am easily intimidated, but online therapy has helped me work through it. BetterHelp can help you too, because I know for me, keeping things bottled up has had a negative effect on my life and just weighed me down. When I prioritize letting it out and letting go, I feel freer, lighter, just basically better. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clink today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clink. Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Roe's partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe.com. Dot co slash clink. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash clink. Hi and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Housewives of True Crime. Uh huh. It's past Valentine's Day. I hope you all enjoyed it. Yes. It is Valentine's Day for us. It is actually Valentine's Day, the day of love. I was so behind that I went and picked up Valentine's at the grocery store this morning at 6 a.m. And they were out, of course. And so I found. Those little boxes, you know, like they actually are for your Valentine, not actually for your classroom. Uh huh. And I bought those. Oh, for a well, lot that must have cost you a pretty penny. Yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, that's what you get for delayed. <laughs> not me. I'm ahead of the game. I ordered all of that stuff online. Didn't even have to go to the store and get it. And uh, sent my yeah. kids all in Valentine's Day outfits today. Mm-hmm. I I love that they are attaching themselves to a theme like me. 
now. Like I did, you know, I used to have okay, to kind of be your like, nails. Hey, oh yeah. Hearts. I you mean, guys. girl, you have too much time on your hands. <laughs> I'm going to give you some extra work. Oh, Our stop taxes it. Are due. Um, stop it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's lovely that they'll just okay. do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And we're dropping our episode on Tuesday this week because it's President's Day on Monday. And, you know, people don't generally listen to podcasts when they have the day off of work, which I don't blame you. I so think you're just you keeping it real, be. telling them we don't want to get lost in the shuffle. We want the downloads. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or so you're welcome. Hard to make that, yeah, that you're welcome. We, yeah. We reminded you to get listen. your true crime fix. That's right. (laughs) Also, if you love us, please tell a friend because that would help us a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, we need a housewives army over here. And also, if you want more of us, we're here on Thursdays for the Patreon or the Apple bonus. Uh, If I, um, you know, some of you are probably like, dude, that chick just says that every single week. But yeah, I'm one of those people. Shut up. You would be surprised that people don't know. They always tell me. Well, They're those like, people need oh, to get some ginkgo biloba. Can't go below <laughs> you. <yeah>. <laughs> like, can't. Like I like to call it. I want to hear about what your, what? I know that you didn't get anything for your husband if you can't even get your kids shit together. So do you guys have plans? You're going out to dinner. You're going to cook oh my something. God. Okay. So listen, I didn't. He told me he wasn't going to freaking buy me anything. Oh, he likes to do I that came... though. I, I think that he likes to do that just to make you feel like shit feel bad i know what the hell dude because my husband like me... i think he likes to do the same thing did he get you something no but Not i know yet. he's going to yeah i know but he'll mug. come home with like some flowers or something which i'm like i don't even want it i got a mug that says best wife which is like <laughs> the first time <laughs> okay. he's ever done something like that for me okay that is That's definitely all- not i love that character. Next time you guys have a little a little marital spit spat, you can pull out that mug and go. Oh, I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, and he got me some like bath scrub stuff, like a little like um, loofah thing, and I was like, okay, well, maybe his mom bought it. I'm thinking maybe his oh, mom maybe got that did. for him. Yeah. I, aren't we over the, the loofahs? Thing. I feel like they carry a lot of bacteria. This yeah, one is one on? that says five uses only. Have you seen that yeah. before? Yeah, because yeah. I think they're I think like that's, a funky. I think that's probably true. Five five uses only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyways. I they get a um, lot of DNA for crimes from loofahs. Uh, Those puffs. Uh, Remember when everyone was puff crazy? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that does cause a lot of uh, skin cells to be... Mm-hmm. designated inside those little things. So you should not be leaving your loofah when you go murder somebody. Just saying. Right. But I do have a story for you and it might contain a murder. So listener discretion is advised. Okay. Are you ready for Consider it? Consider your, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Consider Locked yourself warned. <laughs> I'm warned. Murder. Okay. I shudder. All right. Okay. Let's get started. All right, Gretchy. I don't think I... Oh, well, actually, I did tell you on our Patreon this last week that I was doing a case out of Texas. But I haven't done a t- case out of Texas in a long time. So we're bringing it back to the great city. Giddy up. 
up. I'm on fire today. <laughs> you really are. Did you already have all of your coffees and everything? I didn't have enough coffee today. That's the truth. Oh, okay. I'm trying to drink more water. I'm on a cleanse, you guys. I'm like very bloated. I have a lot of problems right now. You don't want to know. I'm not going to bore you. (laughs) I need to hydrate. So I'm not having enough coffee. And so maybe it's making me a little delirious. It's good. Whatever it is, working. Mm -hmm. All right. So this time in Texas, Texas is a really big state. So I'm going to go close, but not super close to the place where all the celebs are, you know, flocking to and the commoners are flocking to, you know, what city I'm talking about? Austin. Yes. That is right. And you know what they say? I know that. You know what? Well, then you're going to know this too. What do they say about Austin? Keep Austin weird. Keep Austin weird. Right. You know, we looked at Austin and I'm thinking maybe we didn't choose Austin because I kind of don't like things weird. I know. I do. I think I would I, vibe out in Austin. Dude, yeah, that I love it. Is what I was thinking also. I was mm-hmm. like, Austin is totally your jam. I just got back from Joshua and- Tree. I mean, give me <laughs> some random art, bright colored shit. Makes me happy. Listen, I was going to say, I had this in here. I was going to say, because you're a little bit like hippie. And then I was like, okay, I cannot say that. You're more boho. That's what Yeah, because we had a commercial for Home Threads, which I really do love everything I got from there. I know, me too. And Tap said in the ad that I, hippie, that makes me think of incense and tapestries (laughs) and all like stuff you find in like a head shop. That is. I know her. She can refer to my taste as boho. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So that's why it's more boho. But listen, the stuff you got was really cute. I went on our account and I saw it and it's very, very The macrame cute. thing is a little hippie, but whatever. It's working for me. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> boho and weird. Austin is for you. And mm-hmm. Austin also was for the Shagnasis, I'm going to call them. It's a very long last name, okay? They were living a very comfortable life in Austin. They were also Californiaites that transplanted to Austin, but way back in the day, like way before it was like the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Corey and Ted Shagnasi were married for 30 years in 2018. They ran a very well-respected jewelry store called Gallery Jewelers. And these two didn't start off in the luxury diamond business. They actually started off in the pawn shop. At the pawn shop. Oh, 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 oh. Isn't that but, like the car wash? Oh, yeah. That's right. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, keep it um, moving. <laughs> maybe I've done a little gummy myself this morning. No, just kidding. Yeah, I don't do that. Okay. <laughs> That's right. It is a car wash. Oh my God. Oh, it kind of goes together. All right. They started uh, pawn shopping early on. Then they, you know, it grew into something bigger. And by the time uh, 1995 rolled around, uh, it was more of like a luxury jewelry, not even luxury. It was kind of, you know, it's the Austin jewelry. So they had different things. And according to Ted himself on Yelp, 
I'm going to tell you what he says. He says they opened their doors in 1995. And since then, the business has been growing and changing to accommodate the needs of their clients. He says their vision was to give Austinites a comfortable environment in which they can find particular kind of jewelry. They searched for unusual uh, jewelry and constant change in their jewelry shop. Ted was the jeweler and Corey, his wife, was the gym appraiser. And the two really did have a good thing going. I also didn't think about jewelers much before this case, but when I do think of them, like when I think back, uh, I think some jewelers could really mean a lot to you because you're giving them a lot of money, right? For something that Mm -hmm. you're hoping is worth the money that you're paying for. Yeah. Um, And so Ted said he became lifelong friends with a lot of his customers and I don't doubt it. They were okay. trustworthy people, and I think that's what you got to be when you're selling diamonds. So not too long after the two opened up their shop in 1995, they wanted to start a family, and having a baby on their own was something that they always dreamed of, but it didn't come very easy for Corey. So they decided to adopt a baby from overseas, a beautiful 16-month-old baby boy would soon be part of Corey and Ted's family. They would name him Nicholas. Nicholas was the only child of the two that they ever did have, and they had a great life. Nicholas was like an only child, and so he probably had only child syndrome. I don't know. They just like, they adored him. They I know, loved don't him. hate us, they, but I have a couple of friends that are only children, mm-hmm. and it comes up in conversation. Like, yeah, girl, you got to share. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, I don't hang out with anybody that doesn't have a sense of humor, so they can take it. I know, but but it's kind of true, right? It is a thing. I do also know only children who are not like that at all. So I just figured they had a bunch of cousins or something. Cousins. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I I just think like you you never fight when you're an only child. So you don't even know how to like, yeah, you don't know. Or maybe you're a little too like, uh, vicious. Like you don't Mm. pull those punches. You got to like, let things escalate. Right. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had siblings, so I don't know, but my niece, my niece has siblings, but they're like 20 years older than her. And so she's like an only child. But so that's like only like the only little one that I know. And out here in Texas, people have like 5,000 kids. So yeah, there's not a lot of them. But anyways, Nicholas was one of them in Texas. Um, Ted loved Nick. He took him to the racetrack. They went go-karting. I'm sure he thought Nick would eventually join the family business. Nick was an entrepreneur in his heart. Like even being a young kid, he hustled at high school sold shit. He was always trying to make a buck. Kind of reminds me of my Colton. He's selling slime right now at school. Mm-hmm. He's already made like $70, by the way. He gets his hustle from his mama. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you go. And he has like a little like tally sheet that he like tallies all his like slimes up. I'm like, okay. Oh, she can um, be more proud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even my, I was not on my idea. I was like, okay, you, you go kid. Um, all right. So after school, after high school, 
he wanted to make it rich quick. I mean, who doesn't? So he decided instead of going to college, he was going to be a day trader on the stock market. And his parents were like gung ho. They were in for it. Sounds smart. Yeah. They liked the entrepreneurial spirit. And before, okay, let me just end entrepreneurial spirit. Before Nick graduated high school, he had met a girl named Jacqueline Edison. She was a newbie to Texas. Jacqueline moved to Texas to live with her dad. Her parents were divorced and she kind of seemed like a lost soul. Corey, uh, Nick's mom, took her right in. She treated her like the daughter she never had. I can imagine only having one kid. That's really easy to do. You know, you're like, oh, yes, thank God for somebody else to come in here and let me shop for her. And it's the girl, you know, so she would take her shopping cook for her. She found comfort in helping Jacqueline and seeing her son so happy with this nice girl. Jacqueline also loved being with the Shignasis. According to her, her dad was abusive. And so having like somewhere to go with a tight-knit family was something that she yearned for. After Jacqueline and Nick graduated high school, Jacqueline got accepted to Texas A&M, which do you know that about that college? I do. I do. Mm-hmm. You do. My friend Wendy went there and played volleyball for them. So that's oh, how I know. Well, that is, she must have been a real good volleyball player. She still plays. She is real good. Really into their sports there. I think they say like go Aggies, right? I mean, it's like a thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. The campus is about two hours away from Austin in a town called College Station. And that is where Jacqueline and Nick would move. So Jacqueline could go to school and Nick could be the day trader. He borrowed about $30,000 from his parents to start his trading business. And that then left Corey and Ted empty nesters for the first time in 19 years. But it wasn't so bad because two hours is not that far away. Mm -mm. So, you know, if the two wanted to come home for a nice meal or whatever, they could. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert bill portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. 
This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's Fastapro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. I'm back again talking about Rakuten. Rakuten is where it's at. It is the smartest way to shop. Members earn cash back on everything they buy and can maximize savings by stacking cash on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores like Walmart, Urban Outfitters, Expedia, places you already shop for sure. So why not be saving while doing it? How it works is the stores pay a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has over 17 million members saving and Rakuten members have earned over 4.6 billion in cash back. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Clink, clink. All right. So while all seemed well in the world in March of 2018, Ted and Corey were sleeping when they were woken up by a noise in their house and their dogs barking. They had two Rottweilers, by the way, which are pretty scary dogs in my opinion. So I would not be wanting to break into anybody's house that had a damn Rottweiler. No, no, no siree. But Ted said it sounded like somebody was in their house at 4.30 in the morning, not a time that like the dog should be barking. Ted grabbed his gun and Corey did what I think we all would do in this situation and kind of just like sat there in fear, hoping that it was nothing. But when Corey heard gunshots being fired, she knew it wasn't just nothing. Corey, uh, being a badass, she grabbed a gun herself and was like, okay, I'm going to arm myself and sit here and see what the hell is going on, right? So shortly after those gunshots were fired, she was bombarded with bright lights coming right at her. You know, it was dark, it's 4.30 in the morning, so the house is all dark, but she all she could see is white lights and she knew that it wasn't Ted or Ted would be talking, you know? So Corey just started to shoot. She shot towards the white lights and there were shots fired towards Corey, killing actually one of her dogs in the crossfire. Corey shot until her gun was out of ammo and then ran into the closet to call 911. Corey was terrified. She told the operators she heard shots, didn't know where her husband was, but didn't hear anything in the house any longer. The dispatcher had her stay put 
until the police arrived. And when they said, you know, like you kind of stay on the phone and then they say, okay, the police are there. You can come out now or whatever. When she came out, there was no one there, but she did see her husband lying on the kitchen floor dead. The police had actually gone to the wrong house. So finally, when they figured out the right house, it was 15 minutes after the call had come in and the intruders were like long gone. Right. Corey was beside herself. Her husband, business partner, and best friend was gone. Police immediately take her outside. They put her in the patrol car to like clear the scene, gather evidence, try to make sense of what the heck just happened at the Shignasi's house. While Corey was waiting in the car alone, she called her son Nick in College Station to tell him the news and really kind of like seek comfort, you know? She could hardly get the words out of her mouth while she was like crying and telling Nick that his father was dead and someone was trying to kill her too. Nick was shocked. He told his mom that he'd be right there. And I think they both were kind of thinking that somebody must have robbed them or wanted to like come in there to rob them because they were jewelers and probably had diamonds and cash on hand, which I'm sure they had some, but not if I was a jeweler, I wouldn't be keeping a bunch of diamonds in my house. Just saying. I don't know. Because I you? feel like I it's know. like, I don't know, would you or would you not? Because if you have a jewelry shop and you keep a bunch of loose diamonds in the safe, yeah. And it, it, listen, I every, know, I don't know. Every employee has some shady friend. I mean, maybe you totally. keep that at your house so that they don't, yeah, you, you know. You might be right. I don't know. I don't know either. I think that this is, I never realized being a jeweler was so dangerous. I know. Well, listen. They lived in a nice house. They were okay. pretty rich. Okay. But they were not robbed. Although, you know, she started shooting at them. So maybe they just like ran off, right? They did not take anything except for Ted's life. So they thought, was this really a robbery? Or was this a tale that we see too often of jealousy and rage amongst spouses that turned deadly? Mm. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is... It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Fun fact, listeners. 
Actually, not so fun fact. Did you know we're eating and drinking roughly a credit card's worth of plastic a week? Yep, that's right. The products we're using every day are ultimately contaminating our water supply, generating hundreds of microplastics that we end up ingesting. So Blue Land set out to do something about it by eliminating the need for single-use plastics in the products we reach for the most. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful, cohesive design that look great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Refills start at just $2.25. You can even set up a subscription or buy in bulk for additional savings. It's really a game changer because it's such a space saver in my crazy life. No more bulky bottles of liquid filling up my cabinets and my Costco cart. I love it. And you will love this. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash clink to get 15% off. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol, made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. What do they do? They bring Corey down to the station and they question her to the point where she's like, shit, (laughs) like, I feel like I'm being looked at, which of course she would be right. It's usually close to home. She had gunshot residue on her hands. Her husband was dead. There was no one around. She looked like she could be a suspect. They also brought Nick and Jacqueline down to the station to question, you know, those two also. And everybody, even Corey, they were just really forthcoming and eager to help. Nick said he hadn't been to Austin in a few months and he didn't really know who would want to kill his dad. And... Corey had no idea either. And then, you know, Jacqueline's just the girlfriend. So there was no bad blood that anyone knew of. As police did their job, Corey was thankful that she had her son, Nick, and Jackie by her side. The two kids actually moved back from College Station to Austin to be with Corey. They moved in with her. They just wanted to like help her get through it. Jackie and Nick had actually secretly gotten married just weeks before Ted's murder, and they'd never told Corey or Ted. So when they moved back to Austin, they had like a little surprise, like, oh, guess what? We're married, and now I'm your daughter. And Corey was in for it. She was like, I didn't expect my 19-year-old to get married, but it seemed like a positive thing, and she really needed like some sort of positivity in her life. So she was like, she was like, I'm, I'm going to embrace this. You know, 
she gave Jackie a ring that was passed down through the family and really embraced her as the daughter that she never had, even more so than like in high school when she was living with them or not living with them, but you know, she was kind of like staying with them often. Okay. Well, a little more than a month after Ted's passing, Corey was able to open up the jewelry store again, stating that to all the customers that she was happy that Gallery Jewelers was going to be open back up and proud that her son, Nick, would be taking over the business and follow in her in his father's legacy. But that legacy didn't last long because while Corey, Nick, and Jackie were trying to pick up the pieces of their lives and hold on to what they had left, police were working tirelessly, putting together their own puzzle as to who would kill this man and also want to take out his lovely wife. And to that, they would find the pieces were very, very close to home. You see, Nick when he showed up, he was real eager to help. Like I told you, right. He wanted to find the killers and offer words of advice to the police. But what he didn't realize was that they were smarter than him and his own ways of helping them would pave a way to just how it all went down. Nick showed them his nifty little app on the phone uh, that activates the alarm system at his parents' house. And it can show you like when it's been last activated and whatnot. Well, they noticed that it had actually been activated just shortly before the 911 call. And why would it have been activated from Nick's phone before the 911 call? That's odd. Another weird thing that they noticed right away was Nick immediately went over to the window that the intruders used to get into the house, which was his bedroom window. And they never told him that that's where the intruders came in at. Mm. Nick also didn't really show signs of remorse as they thought he should. However, listen, like I don't, I think everybody's different with that. And I do think there are some people that would be more like, I want to help you figure this out. This is like tragic and tragic for my mom. And I I want to like figure out who did this, but they did take that into like a red flag note. You know, the more they dug, the more they were able to find. Um, And at the end of May, 2018, both Nick and his wife, Jackie were arrested for aiding and abetting in the murder of Ted Shugnasi. You see, these two, well, they were real a-holes. Nick's trading business turned out to be a bust. And Jackie, well, she wanted more. So the two devised a plan to have Nick's parents killed. They had planned it out, like, all over text message, which is real stupid. Okay? Mm -hmm. Like, they're really amateurs in my opinion don't put anything in writing (laughs) they they deleted their text messages which also the police were like well there's a big chunk of like messages deleted between you two wonder what that means Uh, and they forgot to delete all the messages off all of their devices just their phones you know and sometimes it like shows up on your computer yeah the texts were jackie and nick talking about paying fifty thousand dollars for the killing 
Nick even threw around the idea to more than one person in his circle of friends about killing his parents. He asked a woman in his apartment complex if she would be into murdering for money. Of course, she was like, no deal, dude. <laughs> the fuck? Um, I think she also didn't really think he was serious because he kind of like joked about it like, ha, ha, ha. But Maybe he finally I kind of feel like we like, hear that a lot where they say, I didn't really think they were serious. But, you know, I think maybe you got to just go make a little complaint. Like, just for the record, I'm not fucking involved. And this fool said this. Right? Keep an I eye know. out. Like also, before- why did he hate his parents so bad that they forget to go get the Valentines in elementary school? Left him traumatized with a broken heart? Probably. It's mo- Probably. It's like, what the fuck? I, better go. Yeah. I need to like wrap this shit up so I can get to the kids Valentine's Day party yeah. uh-huh. with some Valentine's in hand. Okay. Well, you better because you want to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a um, public service announcement. By right? Gretchen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I- I'll, I mean, I'm going to get there a little bit, but I, <laughs> and I don't want to say that he had, only kid syndrome, but I, I just want to warn you guys out there. Could be sense of entitlement. I, yeah. I think that we all, whether you have one kid or 50 kids, you cannot have them be entitled assholes. Right. Because yeah. there's, there also, listen, he, I want to, I want to think like that something happened to him probably before he was 16 months old. That was probably pretty tragic. No one will know. He doesn't know either, you know, but there was some fucking screw loose, obviously. Mm -hmm. Jackie, on the other hand, I don't know what the hell that girl had. I mean, yes, like who cares? Like your parents got divorced. Your dad was an asshole. Doesn't mean that you're an asshole. Meet half the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sorry, girl, I'm not giving you a pass on that. Yeah. Okay. So although they didn't find the girl in their apartment complex to be the killer, they did find someone that was, um, that took them serious and was serious about doing it. His name was Johnny Leon. He was just another kid in the area. Like what an idiot. They promised Johnny a hundred thousand dollars. And actually Nick and Johnny made a dry run sometime in February and Nick was going to, and actually I think John, um, Nick and Jackie also thought about doing it themselves at one point, but they couldn't do it. So they found Johnny, Johnny and Nick went out there. They couldn't do it, got cold feet. But by March, Johnny had talked another friend into carrying out the sack, sharing some money with him. His name was Arian Smith to tag along for cash. And Johnny and Arian were the ones to kill Ted that night. Um, with Jackie and Nick back in College Station waiting the results that would come. Um, and was the plan to kill both Corey as well? Yes. Awful. But when Corey started shooting, they're like, we're right. out of here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when the two were arrested on May 29th, 2018, I mean, poor Corey had really lost it all, right? Yeah. I mean, I cannot even imagine being this poor woman. Thankfully, the four, I will say kids, because they were like 19 years old. It feels really young to me. Um, although they were adults, so 
not kids, but young adults, they would plead guilty, all four of them. Um, The three men each got 35 years in prison, which in Texas, I think that's pretty light sentence in my opinion. Yeah. Um, And Jackie, well, I don't actually know how the heck this happened, but her sentence took way longer. She was bailed out um, and she awaited sentencing for a while. COVID happened, so it got pushed. Her sentencing didn't come until 2023, which was very recent. So she had a few years just kind of living her life. And in those few years, she divorced Nick, which was shocking. <laughs> shocking. <laughs> she went to college to UT Dallas and got a degree. And then she was finally sentenced in 2023. And I want you to kind of guess what she got. Five to seven. She got, but you're going to tell me probation. Oh, 10. She got 10. No, 10 years probation, girl. 10 years probation. I see. I I knew you were kind of pissed about it. And so (laughs) I was like, you're going to tell me probation. Yeah. Okay. So listen, this is the craziest jail sentence I've ever heard. 10 years probation with two days in jail served every single year for 10 years on the anniversary of Ted's death. Okay, I don't hate that. I do think she should have had more substantial jail time. I'm really surprised because, you know, in those southern states, they hate like a a black widow, a woman that comes in and manipulates, you know, like they cut them no slack. Usually they take a harder fall. We're here in California. If a woman is manipulative, they're like, she must have had a bad childhood. Let's (laughs) like like whatever. Yeah. It's painted different, very different ways. So that is, yeah, that's surprising. It is really surprising. And, Mm -hmm. um, oh, she had to, but California all moved to Texas anyways. So maybe that's, maybe that's what happened. (laughs) I don't know. Um, she did have to surrender her passport and request to go on vacation from her probation officer. Oh, I mean, poor this baby. Is like, really, like, I think it was a slap in the face to Corey. Upon her sentencing, Corey did have some statements that they played. She, Corey was not there in person, and I don't blame her. I think I wouldn't want to face my children that killed my husband. Yeah, probably not. I don't think so. She did have like, she'd read something and they played it at the sentencing and I'm going to read you a portion of it. Okay. She says, do you remember your 19th birthday? I took you out for lunch and a day of shopping at Nordstrom. Your husband, Nicholas surprised you with a coach purse and you have that you had wanted. And I gave you a half carat diamond solitaire pendant. It was your birthstone. And more importantly, it was your first birthday gift I have given you my new daughter-in-law, as a way to welcome you to the family. Today is my birthday. I don't have much to celebrate anymore, but I am still alive. I'm alive because your plan, together with your husband, to have me murdered alongside your father-in-law didn't succeed. Don't get me wrong. There are many days that I wish you had succeeded and that I had died. I can't look at photos of your husband, my son, 
or you, my daughter-in-law, without wondering exactly when you began to plan our deaths. Ted and I took you in when you said that you had nowhere to go, that your father beat you and you were afraid to go home. I guess after you and Nick shared all those Sunday dinners with me, Ted, Nick's grandparents, uncle, and family friends, you'd go and plot some more to kill us. You could have saved Ted with one phone call. That's all it would have taken, just one. Ted was a good man, a good father, a good friend, and my husband at 30 years. You conspired with Nicholas to have him killed. We opened our home and our hearts to you, and you and Nicholas took everything from us. How long will it take for you to find another family to destroy? How long will it be before Bonnie finds her Clyde? You are a monster. You are evil, and everyone needs to know it. That's good. I know, right? Poor woman. God. Yeah. So sad for her. Um, I think it probably stung, right? But girl is like living her life. No repercussions. Two days in jail every year. What the fuck? Um, my opinion, it's a slap on the wrist with a diamond on top. Yeah. And I just hope she does a lot of charity work for the rest of her life. Like, yeah. Right. I, I did she, look her up. Yeah. Is she an attractive lady? Will she have a hard time finding a new boo? No. Uh, she's young. So she's, she's like, young. Yeah. everybody's attractive when they're young. Everyone's attractive when they're young. That's true. And I, keep seeing, I keep seeing young people and I'm like, gosh, like every young person is pretty to me. Like there's just, they just oh, have I the know. skin and the, the round still got their collagen and, and shit. Oh. I know. Scrub. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think the 35 years thing, it's kind of like goes either way because I get it. Like they're 19. They're, they, you know, they don't have their, all their cerebral developed yeah. That they clearly, it has not even sunk in, but it's like, what is 35 years in a Texas prison going to do to them? Is it going to make them better people? I hope so. I hope so. I mean, that is why prison reform is so important because let's hope that when they get out of there, that they contribute positively to society. They're not even going to be that old. Come over and be, they're not even going to be that old and they're going to be, they could be hardened and not be able to find employment and just become worse. Jerks. Yeah. Yeah. That is 100% true because I think he's up for parole in 2035. And so he's not going to be that old. He's going to be what in his thirties, late thirties. I don't, I mean, not, he will not be that old. So, yeah. I mean, how long is that? That's 10 years. He's Math 25, 35. What? Yeah, it's not. But I mean, he's <laughs> going to be whatever, 39, 40. He did sit down with Crime Watch uh, after he went to jail to give an interview. And they asked okay. him what he was thinking and why he wanted his parents dead. And his response was that he and Jackie wanted his parents' life. They looked at his parents and the status they had in the store, and it was inspiring. And instead of aspiring to be like Entitlement. his parents, they wanted to be his parents. And so they wanted to kill them to take over that life. And Nick was the sole beneficiary of that store. And they had $2 million life insurance policy, which he was the sole beneficiary of. And 
million, like they were multimillionaires. Oh so they had like okay. accumulated First of all, a lot of never wealth. tell your kids about the life insurance. I know, policies. right? Never. Never. Like, never. 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 They could have some shady ass friend that just wants to mooch off your kid once mm-hmm. they benefit from it. Never yeah. tell your kids about that. Oh, geez. And Nick, at 19, let me tell you, you're supposed to be, you're not supposed to have that life. It really Fs you up in the head if you do. Honestly, right. look, right. I mean, I'm doing a bonus crime about this Courtney Clinney, who that's a whole other story. But the um, OnlyFans model, all these influencers making so much money. You're supposed to be eating top ramen. A ramen. Okay? Yes. And college. Working yes. long hours. Yes. That's true. That's what you're supposed to be doing. That is what you're supposed to be doing. I think it needs to be a little hard. Like his parents did not get to where they were by somebody handing it to them. You know, like they worked for it and it was going to be handed to him. For sure, they were going to have him take over that business. But you got to be working for it for a while. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because that's what you're supposed to do or you'll never, you'll never appreciate it. Yeah. So at first he said it was kind of a lighthearted joke between him and Jackie that just turned into very sinister reality. He told the reporter that, like I said, that him and Jackie went to do it before, but they chickened out and then they gave their friend like a thousand bucks and then they were going to get, you know, get the rest when it's always get the rest when, when we collect that life insurance policy, he does, um, Oh, he did say that he didn't, he said that he hired the friends, but he didn't know when they were going to actually do it, which doesn't make sense in terms of why he turned off the alarm or opened that alarm app. So I don't know why he would lie to the reporter about that. I can only assume that maybe it makes him feel a little bit better. Because he's stupid. He's so stupid. He talked to a reporter. They're going to play that at his parole, you know? Right. I know. Interview. I mean, nothing is off the table. So yeah, he's dumb. That's why. He is re- He is remorseful. He says that he hates that he made this bad decision. He's really Yeah, I'm sure because he got caught. Mom. I know. I mean... You're lucky I'm not on the parole board, kid. believe that he... <laughs> went <laughs> went and lived with his mom after and had to like diabolical how do you do that mm-hmm. he says that he's real sorry he writes his mom in prison and hopes one day to mend the relationship but Corey is not into it she will not yeah, don't talk blame to her. her son nope she said she has written him letters but will not send them because he doesn't get the satisfaction. Um, yeah. And on like a Dateline it. episode, she said, you know, ghosts can't talk. And he tried to kill me. Yeah. And she is really, man, she is really the victim in all of this. It is so sad. And it's like, it's greedy. You know, it's greed. That's what drove yeah. this kid to do that. And both of those, both of, both him and Jackie had some twisted head going on. And I don't, I don't know the other two kids that they hired need help too. So hopefully they all get it in, Mm -hmm. in prison. But see the fact that what's her face doesn't go to prison is it's like, you don't, is there any, are you going to do it again? Are you, you like, there's no punishment. There's no like, 
Well, I don't think she would do it again, but I don't think it would stop her from being manipulative again if there's no repercussions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She seems like she's real into Jesus now, so I really hope so. Yeah. God, save your soul. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope she is a Jesus follower and... It's not just a front. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is. Oh, trust me. You know what? Let me tell you. I have somebody very close to me in my life right now. Not a friend, but somebody that I'm working with. And she is all about like putting how much she gives and Jesus and all the stuff. And she is stealing and being manipulative and taking people's money behind their backs. I'm like, girl, you can't, you can't be both. Sorry. Yeah. That's it's double. It's doubly bad. It is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. People will find out that you're a fraud. They will. And what happens in the dark comes to light. Mm -hmm. It's true. All right. So that's the case. Okay. For the week. And you, did you just talk about your bonus crime? That's on Patreon. Is that Uh coming out this week or next week? It is coming out next week. Oh, next, next week. week. Okay, so you guys, sign up now. Listen, that this Courtney Clinton case, we all one. saw the footage on TMZ, right? I mean, I didn't know who she is. Believe it or not, I don't. With Blonde all my extra hair, time, I don't hang out on OnlyFans. OnlyFans. But yes. You know what? We should Because hang out we all on saw OnlyFans. it because she is the model that there was. She was in a high-rise apartment when her boyfriend was stabbed and somebody from another high rise videoed it. And she's like covered in blood. Oh my God. And so then it's like, who is this person? TMZ got the video and then everyone started following because I mean, I don't think she, you know, she's not, she's famous now. I know. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have 2 million followers, but yeah, yeah, now she's, Yeah. Gretchen is going to tell all of it on our Patreon, our bonus. If you listen on Apple, just go to the Clink Clink Club, subscribe there. You'll get more content than you ever knew what to do with. And also, um, listen to this crazy story. So my girlfriend was at the Dallas Galleria yesterday, eating dinner and at one of the restaurants. And um, I'm thinking... I don't even know. I haven't talked to her more than just like the text message she sent me when it happened. But this man jumped from the top down, like oh, right in front of them. That's so awful. Yeah, so awful. And this is like the third person that I've heard of recently doing something crazy like this. This person jumped off um, a mom. Did you hear about the one, like a producer's wife in LA? I did hear about that recently. You know, we all got an Amber Alert around here last night. And this one, mm-hmm. I mean, they're all bad, but this one was really bad because it was in Long Beach and the mom left her four-year-old in the car with the car running while she ran in a store. No. I mean, worst nightmare. Oh my God. Okay. So because a lot of times you get the Amber Alerts and it's like the family member. It's like, a, yeah, it's like the you dad know, took the kid or and, whatever, which is yeah. always terrifying. But I mean, terrifying, but at least it's a family member. When this, this is a stranger took mm-hmm. the kid 
Mm-hmm. I would fucking die. And I mean, you, I, I don't even know, like, what do you do? And you blame what yourself, you of course, right? hundred percent. That's terrible. I mean, it's, uh, it's just so awful. I hope they find this little boy. It's a boy. Mm-hmm. Not that it matters, a boy or a girl, but what the hell? Yeah. Four years old. Oh, I just, I don't know if you find them. How do you find them? Okay. Hopefully these That's people, so that, whoever, I don't think they meant it. It wasn't a me- intentional kidnapping. I hopefully they, they just oh, want to steal the car. Oh, wait, they took the car? They took the car. Oh, okay. okay the kid was better. in it. Okay. Okay. So hopefully, hopefully they, the they just the like pull over and are like, scram yeah. kid. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Good. God, you scared me. I thought they like opened the door and took just the kid. No. They stole no, no, the no. car. She left the car running, went in okay. a store, left the kid in the car. Car's gone. Got it. I thought I did that once in uh, the parking lot, remember? And I went out the wrong door, called the police. Oh, yeah. Was just on the other side of the parking lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's all for today. I'm going to go uh, Valentine my kids' school up right now. And hopefully you all have a really wonderful week. And check out Five Crimes, the body scrub. Use it on your face. It has hyaluronic acid. It makes your skin feel like the best skin you have ever had. I promise you it. Look at my skin now. You guys want to check us out on YouTube. Okay. It's the best it's ever looked. Um, I promise. I promise you will. Okay. I have good news. We're going to leave you on a high. I just looked up that Amber Alert. Yeah. They found him. They found him. Yeah. Uh. They found the they Thank found the little boy. Heavens. I almost was like throwing up. Like my stomach hurts so bad. So yeah. thank God. God. That Amber Alert is Oh my gosh. I hate effing that. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is really awesome. Okay. Oh my God. Cutest little boy. Okay. Fivecrimes.com. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh it's a week late, but whatever. Oh, they just left the car behind. They were like, shit, there's a kid in there. <laughs> and just left him in the car. <laughs> okay, just found the good. abandoned car. Yes. Oh, thank God. Oh, I love he wasn't hurt. Jesus. This is okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Awesome. Okay. okay. Clink, clink on that. Clink, clink. <laughs>